You know, there's just so much going on in the world of culture pop, pop culture today on Tuesday, December 10th. It's just out of control. There's only 15 more days till um, Christmas. Where are you, Christmas? In the words of Faith Hill, of course, from the original soundtrack to The Grinch um, with the iconic Jim Carrey. By the way, I have yet to watch that version of The Grinch this holiday season because I've just been so busy trying to collect stories for my podcast, The Mistress of Pop Culture. By the way, welcome, everybody. Thank you so much to new listeners and old listeners and wandering, pondering listeners. Um, I just, you know, simply enjoy myself and in mem- I'm in, and I'm in, and I'm in pure bliss recording all these episodes for you guys. But um, anyways, I thought I would put out a second episode today. Um, you know, maybe it's a, uh, a drive home, you know, moment. Some of you can listen to my first episode, which was with the specifications. I can't even talk to you guys. That's how long of a day it's been. Um, my first episode today was, of course, the Golden Globe nominations, the 2020 Golden Globe nominations. And now there has been, uh, there's just been a lot of stories out and... Um, Chief among them, uh, I guess, more updates on the uh, tragic passing of Juice World, and I am going to just share those for you and two other stories, so that's what um, this second episode is about, because there's just so much going on today. Oh, it's been a day, you guys. It's, uh, it's, it's been a really busy month, and I'm actually really surprised with how quickly December is going by, and before you know it, it's going to be December 2020, and then it's going to be 2021, which is really exciting, because that means Avatar 2 is coming out! And I don't know if you guys are like me, but I love me some Navi. And Pandora, and Zoe Saldana, and Sigourney Weaver, and Giovanni Ravisi, and all the incredible cast. By the way, it's so interesting that Giovanni Ravisi, Giovanni Ravisi, Ravisi Ravisi, is in Avatar. And he also played Phoebe's brother on Friends, but he was sort of that, like, you know, very. it was a very singular character choice. Uh, but he was so good, and I'm so happy to see, you know, his star, you know, basically explode because avatar is a huge movie um so yeah okay first story of the day um i have two stories with regards to juice world uh the first one actually let me see i think both both stories i have here are from tmz okay uh i actually did an episode a sunday's episode i think no monday's episode um reporting the tragic passing sunday's episode i did sort of a an exclusive you know singular episode you know dedicated to him um so as we know the uh, the rapper Juice World passed away tragically at tw- uh, at age 21 on Sunday. And more details are emerging out. Um, Juice World, this is from TMZ. Juice World, cops say he swallowed perks. Uh, tried to hide him from the feds. Okay. Uh, Juice World might have made a fatal decision as law enforcement searches private jets, swallowing a bunch of painkillers in an attempt to hide them from the feds. Law enforcement sources tell TMZ the pilot who was flying Juice's private plane alerted authorities on the ground that the rapper's entourage had guns on them. A big no-no in air travel. When they landed, FBI and FAA agents were waiting for Juice and company. We're told at some point between the plane landing and the feds conducting their, conducting their search, Juice was su- seen swallowing several Percocet pills in what people believed was an attempt to hide them. Our sources say the pills might have contributed to his death in a possible OD overdose. Uh, excuse me, very sad. An autopsy was performed on the rapper Monday, but additional testing, including uh, toxicology, cardiac pathology, and neuropathology is still needed before determining an official cause, which I will, of course, report to you as the details come out. But I thought that, you know, this was a pretty big story, so I wanted to talk about this, um, first of all. Uh, BTW, we also learned that the paramedics spent 40 minutes treating Jews, primarily trying to get his heart to beat regularly. They eventually transported him at 2.55 a.m. to the hospital. They arrived at 3.06 a.m., and the doctor's at the hospital, pronounced him dead. Uh, FWIW, 
I'm not quite sure what that abbreviation means, but, you know, TMZ, if you can, you know, maybe spell it out, that would be great. Uh, we're told that the three guns seized were all registered. As we reported, the feds also seized 70 pounds of weed. Oh, and by the way, there's, an, there's a, a photograph here on the, uh, in the article, included in the article on TMZ, with a couple of black suitcases here filled with lots of weed. <laughs> 70 pounds, I guess. Allegedly found in multiple vacuum-sealed bags inside luggage from the private jet. Two of Juice's associates were arrested for gun possession. Both men are already out of jail. That's very sad. In the second article, I'm just going to go right into it. Juice World, also from DZ. Juice World allegedly popped pills before seizures. F- uh, f- feds fined 70 pounds of marijuana. The private jet Juice World flew onto Chicago, was loaded into Chicago, I guess it should be, it should say, uh, was loaded down with 70 pounds of marijuana. And cops say people on the plane told them the rapper had popped several pills prior to suffering seizures. Law enforcement, law enforcement tells TMZ the FBI confiscated the huge stash of weed from several suitcases that were on board the flight. We obtained this photo of the marijuana and luggage in the private jet terminal at, at Midway. According to law enforcement, several members of Juice's team aboard the flight, which landed around 1 a.m. Sunday, told them Juice had taken several unknown pills, in quotation marks, prior to the seizures, which led to him getting rushed to a hospital. Uh, further, we're told one of Juice's associates told authorities the 21-year-old rapper has a percocet problem. Our law enforcement sources also say a bottle of codeine cough syrup was found on the plane. Juice has admitted uh, abusing lean or codeine cough syrup in the past and taking prescription pills like percocet. His cause of death hasn't been determined. The Cook County Medical Examiner will conduct an autopsy on Monday. Two men, Chris Long, Henry Dean, were arrested for possession of handguns. We're told the cops recovered three guns in total. Dean was released without bail and Long is out after posting a $1,500 bond. Um, you know, I, I, I don't directly know about substance abuse or sort of addiction, but I do know, I do know people that, you know, unfortunately have um, carried that, you know, burden on their shoulders uh, in their lives. And it's a really tough one. Um, um, and it's just a really sad thing. And, uh, you know, I, I sympathize with all who, you know, I, I don't want to use the word abuse you know, the freedom to do that, but it's a tough one. So my sympathies and love and condolences to him and his family. Okay, third story of the day is also from DMZ, and I thought, I don't know, I I sort of contemplated whether or not I should share this story, but sort of in the vein of the world of substances, I'm going to put it lightly, uh, Walmart Yang's Cocaine Santa Sweater. Sorry, we let it blow, let it blow. That's the, head, that's the, uh... <laughs> Headline on TMZ. This is a really interesting story. I, I've seen this in a few on a few websites um, and in a few articles, and it's just so interesting how I assume a company like Walmart, an enterprise like Walmart, a franchise like Walmart, has to go when an item is about to be sold or released or marketed. In that case, has to go through many many people, and I'm shocked that this many people approved of this particular item being released. Now, I think it's hysterical, and I want to buy it, and I'm sure it's going to be replicated or at least sold in other you know forms but okay santa claus doing lines of coke on your holiday sweater is not what walmart's all about according to the big box store which is blaming canada for the fashion blunder you always gotta blame canada the president does that now walmart's doing it's just crazy because canadians and canada are just the sweetest precious gems of people to continue a sweater depicting a crazed claus gripping a straw getting ready to dive into three lines of cocaine was being peddled on Walmart's website. Once pissed-off shoppers pointed out the clear drug references, the company pulled it from its online shelves and issued a mea culpa. The excuse? Walmart says a sweater was being sold in Canada by a third party, adding the government's message doesn't reflect their values. Let's hope not, Walmart. 
again, no disrespect to people who like to, um, let it snow up their nose and their mouth. But you know what? That's not me. And kids, don't do drugs. Uh, in other words, this one slipped through the cracks and let's just blame the great white north. King of the north. Uh, well, Walmart can't explain away is the product description was reportedly pretty explicit. The best snow comes straight from South America. And if that's not enough, how about this phrasing? Santa really likes to savor the moment when he gets his hands on some quality grade A Colombian snow. Inappropriate? Yes. Kind of freaking hilarious? Also yes. But available at Walmart? That's a negative. Snow Rider. Um, that's just, that's, if you guys have a chance, just Google it. The Walmart Santa snow sweater. And I'm sure it will be one of the first ones that comes up considering the story is very relevant right now. It's hilarious, but it's also in very bad taste. So Walmart, get your, get your shit together because um, that ain't appropriate. Um, and the Santa also looks like he's literally on a ride as they say. Um, not that I, of course, know this, but I do know people that, you know, dabble in that type of thing. Of course, I'm a 20, oh, 20. I'm a 30-year-old young man who goes to parties in LA, and although I myself am pretty much straight edge with the exception of drinking a really nice cocktail, like a nice agroni, um, and I also love a nice gin and tonic, you know, just sort of ease the nerves, I don't do or involve myself in any type of drug, because that is just bad, 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 bad. And again, not to say that, you know, I am shading people who do, but you know what? Uh, it, you want to be healthy in life. And when people feel like they should do that, let's just, let's just all go grab an apple or an orange or a chocolate chip cookie and just, you know, relax. Okay. Love to all the love to all. And now my fourth and final story of the day. Um, I, I reported about this too. Nick Cannon and Eminem have sort of had a long, you know, I guess not long standing rivaling beef, but I guess they have. Because of course, uh, Mariah Carey released that song Obsessed back in the day, and then Eminem responded with his, you know, rap, which was pretty explicit, um, which I couldn't play in my podcast because it's very explicit. Um, and now Nick Cannon, I guess there's some more updates. Okay, Nick Cannon blasts Eminem, uh, a new diss track, The Invitation. Uh, the drama between Nick Cannon and Eminem isn't over yet. The 39-year-old TV star responded to the 47-year-old rapper's recent track by dropping The Invitation on Monday. The song opened with a message from Suge Knight. Sue, oh yeah, Sue tonight, oh my god. Check this out, Eminem, or whatever your name is, right? You know I never do no talking about niggas family. This is your private invitation to prove to everybody else what you're about. Knight, who is currently spending time behind bars, said, uh, later adding, Eminem's a B-I-T-C-H. Um, Cannon and his collaborators, who also included Hitman Holla, Charlie Clips, and Prince Yeezy, ooh, continued to throw shade at the 15-time Grammy winner. Oh my, 15. 15-time Grammy winner? I would not mess with him. That, I mean, Eminem is just a pure artist. Okay. At one point in the song, Cannon referenced Slim Shady's family. Call Kim slash somebody get Hallie. Cannon rapped, calling out Eminem's daughter and her mother and that other kid you raisin' that eat ain't even your baby. He also responded to the Mariah Carey mention Eminem made in Lord Above. Quote, my baby mama killed you off a decade ago. You're still crying about it, bitch. Now, who really the hoe? He continued. Um... Okay, blah, blah, blah. I say all this to say that Eminem responded saying, Eminem isn't standing down in his feud against the canon. Hours after the television personality blasted a hip-hop legend with a diss track titled The Invitation, Eminem clapped back on Twitter saying, You mad, bro? Stop licking on my D-I-C-K. I never even had a chauffeur, you bougie F-U-C-K, he wrote, adding the clown emoji. Literally a man of few words, but all the right words. So brava Eminem, brava Slim Shady, brava Marshall Mathers. You are number one Ranger Supreme talent. Mary P, Mariah Carey, 
Um, the Butterfly Queen, you are also an incredible talent. And Nick Cannon, you're hilarious. You're funny. You're my, you're my hero from all that. I love all three parties involved in this. So, you know what? Let's, let's all love. Show the love. Where is the love? In the words of the Black Eyed Peas, everybody be happy. Show love. Don't do drugs. Stay healthy. Be clean. Love to all. Kiss, kiss.